Good morning, good evening, wherever you are across the nation and around the globe. I am your host, Kelly Robertson, and this is Beacon News, where we turn dark to light and are the beacons that guide you through the storm. On today's episode, we're going to speak about UFOs, alien abduction, and government cover-ups. And I know, to some of you, this sounds wildly imaginative, while to others, it's wildly fascinating. Well, I am here to tell you today of my first-hand accounts, experiences, research from very reputable places, as well as eyewitness testimony personal eyewitness testimony. Some of the things that I have seen have happened so much more commonly to me, to myself, than to other people, to the point that um, I was very intriguing to certain groups that researched this. I was uh, a part of MUFON, which is the Mutual UFO network. I eventually was becoming, um, beginning to become a field investigator at the time that Bigelow stepped in and we all got ousted. Kicked out. <laughs> it's more like it. We were pretty much kick, all kicked out. <clears throat> um, I was also a participant in a research study program on the uh, phenomena of UFO sightings and abduction. Uh, we were put through a very long, rigorous nine-month study that included multiple uh, psychological and behavioral um, tests. There were 72 of us who claimed to be experiencers in a blind study against, I believe it was like 36 um, civilians, citizens who did not claim abduction experience, um, but they thought they had possibly seen something. So. Uh, as I said, this study went on for about nine months of a very thick stack of paperwork that is all of the conclusions and summaries of the study. Uh, I wanted to research into what Opus was and who Lester Velez is, who was the um, leader and founder of Opus that work in close ties with Bigelow and MUFON uh, to conduct this study. And they even advertised it on Coast to Coast with George Norrie, if anyone is familiar with that show, Coast to Coast a Great show, I love listening to it when I have time. Um, but anyway, after the nine months was over of the study and all of the conclusions were uh, founded and they shared that with all of the participants, they had come to the conclusion that A, UFOs do visit our planet, B, aliens really do abduct people, usually in the night, and C, Yes, there is in fact this great awakening going on. Now, I was the only one in a group of 72 on the abduction side and 36-ish on the non-abduction side who still has full memory of the great awakening. And no, we're not going to talk about that so much today. 
um, other than to mention that this is such an interesting phenomena in 2007 or 2009, I can't remember which, I think it was 2009 that this study was done. Um, it was already, the Great Awakening was already of great interest to our government and our um, abduction study people. So, as I was saying, I did research on Opus and Lester Valles and came up empty everywhere I looked. Um, the man had never written a book. He had never been in public before. Public records couldn't find him. And yes, I had the city and state he even lived in. Uh, there, he was basically a ghost, as was Opus. Nowhere that I looked could I find any information on Opus. Well, I've come to learn since then that um, this was very likely government-funded uh, Black Ops Project, who 72 participants um, who claim experience to be experiencers, willingly but unwittingly gave up very detailed information, intimate information to these people, um, which is a little worrisome to some of us, concerning, no doubt. And I personally did have a series of about three years after being a participant in the study of um, constant harassments of various levels. Helicopters flying over my house, scrambling my signal for my internet. My home phone was tapped. My house had been broken into and tossed. And all of my uh, research that was on paper was stolen. My motherboard was taken from one computer and uh, swiped on the laptop. Mm -hmm. um, my house burned down shortly after that to the ground. And we ended up having to live in a small camper on our property until we got a new home, which was also broken into. Um, and they always left a calling card to let us know for sure that they were there. White SUVs with very dark tinted windows would sit outside my house on the edge of the lawn next to the road until time for my children to come home from school on a daily basis for almost three years straight. I've had helicopters flying at me as I'm in my car going down the highway, coming at me like they're playing chicken. I was incredibly harassed, incredibly, and this is not a figment of my imagination. This went on for three years. There were multiple witnesses to every bit of what happened. I cannot tell you why. I cannot tell you for sure who, though I do have a very good idea. And yes, they are a three-letter anagram, alphabet agency. But nevertheless, uh, finally after almost three years, it subsided, backed off quite a bit. I pretty much dropped off the radar myself, no more using my typical handle that I used on platforms and in forums where I was working as an anon. My name had changed. I had um, specific hardware in place to not allow for my location to be tracked or found, I still do to this day. Uh, so I've had to take uh, several steps to ensure the safety of myself and my family. And I don't tell that to the, pe to the public or to people in general. 
often at all and I don't take it lightly. I don't take it for granted. It was a very real thing. No, I am not afraid. No, I do not feel like there's something to worry about at this time. But I feel like it needs to be known. It needs to be made public. People need to understand that all of this is very, very real. And for whatever reason, and again, I have my own opinions on that, but for whatever reason, our governments, not just here where I live, but all across the globe, they've known about this secret for a very long time. And they will go to great lengths to shut people up and scare them off. Yes, I have had my fair share of men in black, but that was when I was a child. And since I've been regressed, which also, by the way, the so-called famous research group of Opus, who's so interested in saving abductees, was supposed to give us all regression and therapy if needed, and none of us received any of that. Yet all of a sudden, here we are, 22 years later, something like that, and he has a book out. He's written a book that's, that I bought because I wanted to see it. I bought it. The whole center of it is chopped full of alleged participants who claimed great benefit from their help. Well, I can tell you for sure that me and my 72 friends, 71 friends from MUFON, we didn't get that offer. We didn't get that help because we are still close to this day. We talk. And no, it wasn't any of us. And he put names in there even. And I know all of these people's personal, real names, not just their handle. I know these people intimately. I know about their families, their children, their grandchildren. I was the youngest one in the group, and I knew about all of them. <clears throat> and none of us received any kind of assistance. <clears throat> Excuse me, I've had terrible allergies lately. Um, but several of us did receive harassment, for sure, shortly after. That's for sure. So I'm calling bullshit on the book and Lester Bellis, and I'll say that publicly. I'm not afraid of that. I'm calling bullshit because I know I was there. I was one of those people and I communicated with the rest of them and we did not receive any kind of help. But I did get regressed and I did remember the men in black and they did visit me often trying to catch up with me and by the grace of God our Creator and the Pleiadian family that would come to visit me frequently helped to thwart any <clears throat> excuse me any and all efforts that the men in black had for me of their intentions which was to use their little magic wand just like you see in the men in black movie a little bar that they hold in their hand they wipe your brain with. They run it across your forehead just like them thermometer things that we use now. And it scans your brain and swipes it. Wipes out your memory. That's why most people don't remember abduction in their conscious waking life, but they'll relive it in regression or in their dream state because the subconscious mind still has the files just the front's kind of blank. Well, I'm not the only person, the only soul that came here with my memory intact at the time of arriving about the Great Awakening. 
there are many here. But apparently the men in black got a hold of them and swiped their mind. Now, this knowledge, this file, is still in their subconscious. Through regression, through sleep, dreaming, they could recall this. They even recall it when they hear others speaking about things that resonate as truth with them. This is why they are drawn to it. This is why they need to know more. Because on some level of their consciousness, they still have that fire that's trying to run and tell them. But that program has been halted. It's been muted to where you can't hear the dialogue. You're not receiving a clear message. But if what I say to you resonates, then we need to talk. And I want to put you on my show. Because more people need to come forward. And more people need to hear that there are more than just a handful of us. So that they can remember and they can come forward. And interestingly enough, that um, quantum hypnosis therapy that I've just put together could regress you to those points to obtain those memories, if you so choose. And I would be happy to do it. Because the Great Awakening is real. And we did come here to help. And there's lots to do, ladies and gentlemen. We have much work to do. So I want you to remember. I want you to wake up. I want you to know why you're here. So that you can understand completely. Because on some level, again, you do know. You just can't figure out what it is exactly that you do know. Like that cool Chinese proverb that I quote sometimes about he who knows, right? Um, I think I have that on the website on the blog if anybody wants to go and read it if you don't know what I mean. <clears throat> anyway, <clears throat> so abduction is very real. Aliens are very real. UFOs are very real. But with that being said, Excuse me. UFOs are not just exclusive to the alien beings. Because our governments have them too. And they've had them for a long, long time. There are great older people who've been around since World War II. Um, like that William Tompkins who were part of helping to create the schematics and the models and the templates of our very first UFOs. They actually built them from submarines. They started with a submarine and they repurposed it and made it fly. Anti-gravity submarines. So when people back in the 50s, 60s, 70s, even up into the 80s, I believe, were seeing what they thought was like a black blimp shaped object in the sky that was probably ours probably wasn't an alien being navigating that ship at all but our military instead our governments know ladies and gentlemen and for whatever reason they want to keep a lid on it and again, I have my opinions, but we won't go there today. Because on today's show, I want to tell you facts. Absolute, 100% facts. Fact number one. The NSA, they have this vault on their website <clears throat> that is titled, Known 
alien species. Once upon a time in 2008-ish, that was actually a public access vault. Probably because of their negligence and overlooking it. Or maybe just at that time, they thought none of us were really brave enough to walk in. But I did. I walked right in that door. Hell, I did more than walk in. I started writing down the 57 known species that were on the list, along with subspecies and their titles, friend, foe, or neutral. Yes, there are praying mantis types. Yes, there are like five or seven different kinds of grays, little grays, right? With the big bulbous heads and the big almond eyes, the traditional alien image that we see. And yes, there are some that look just like E.T. from the movie. They call them Ebens. There are reptilians. Matter of fact, there's a lot of reptilians. Different species, subspecies. If my memory is correct, there were 17 different species on that list of reptilian alone. There was also vampires on that list, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I want you to pause for a moment and let that really sink in. Because out of all of the things that could be frightening and scary to us, that Hollywood has romanticized and made you fall in love with and wish that you could be one, they're even in the cartoons for children and the kids' movies like Monster High is vampires. Now you may ask, why vampires? What's so special about them? Why would they push that on us as a society, as something to accept, romanticize over, and embrace? And this goes long, long way back in history. This is not a new thing they're pushing on us. They've been romanticizing this for a very long time. Many of you who listen to my programs are aware of the secret societies, the devil worshiping groups, the ones who have blood rituals, and I'm sure most of you know by now that things like the Red Cross are nefarious at best. And that's another thing. The Red Cross really doesn't even use all of that blood so much for us. I want you to know that I have personally known, in the past 10 years alone, 12 people that needed, really needed to have a blood transfusion, and they were denied the blood transfusion. They said they would replenish their own well enough. When it comes right down to it, they really don't want to give us the blood. You need to ask yourself why. For all of the above that I've just mentioned, why? And then you need to brace yourself and be ready for some real 
shocking truth. Because all of it that I've just mentioned is connected. Yes, there are reptilians that are in the elite and the higher echelons of our casting system that isn't supposed to exist, but does. But at the very top, those 13 families, yeah, they probably have that kind of blood in them too, but I'd be willing to put my money on the fact that they have vampires too. And that's some pretty damning statements. That's some pretty shocking revelations. That's one hell of a veil that I bet you didn't see coming in this great awakening. But next to my number one reason that the great awakening must happen is for you to wake up to your full potential and realize who you are. Number two is to know thy enemy. You need to know who we are up against. The two main parties that I've just mentioned are intelligent, are cunning, <clears throat> are manipulative, will always give you a grain of truth in everything that they tell you they're doing. Hmm. Who does that sound like to you? Does that sound like the devil? You want to know Satan's form? Satan's race? It's them. The damned. The lower vibrational beings that are very real all over the multiverse. They have wreaked havoc on our planet. for thousands of years. They've managed to rewrite our history and brainwash us through movies, books, school, bands that we listen to, music that we listen to, every way imaginable they have manipulated and romanticized their existence for a reason. Now there are many people who think that the things that I tell you about who you are and what you can do are wildly incredible and wildly imaginative. And perhaps you even think it's too good to be true or too outlandish to be true. I assure you, it is very true. It is very real. I walk it in my daily life. I can create a vortex that will waft and swirl across the field and through the valley and into the woodline. I can part the storm. I can call in the wind elements and play with them in ways that bring in a cool breeze on a hot night. I can bring rain and I can make it go away unless it's weather manipulation and then it's a little harder 
because it's not nature. So it's not in balance with us as much. And so if I'm not sure of which elements I'm dealing with, man-made or natural, it's hard to know which way to call them or send them away. Because uh, there's a method to all of it. But it's very real. And I am not exclusive in what I say I can do. My brother does it. Some of my older children did. Friends that I have taught to tap into their own abilities can do it. We can all do it. We can all create. We can all alter and protect for the greater good of the moment, the event, or for all beings on the planet. What I tell you is very real. And I want you to be excited about it. I want you to be thirsty for the knowledge so that you can take off your shackles and be free and spread your wings and fly. That's what I want. That's what I would love to see. For me, that's the most beautiful, most important part of the Great Awakening. But the second most important part is to know thy enemy, not just thyself. You have to know who you're up against. They're also known by the term blue bloods for a reason. They are who have the contracts with our militaries, our governments, to give them technology in exchange for abducting us. This is true. And this goes at least as far back as Truman and Eisenhower, Nixon's era. Possibly before JFK, I'm, I'm just not really um, sure on that at the moment, so I'm not going to quote myself on it just yet because I can't quite remember how far exactly it goes back with our president's knowledge, but I have found that research and I will dig it out and let you know. Giants also are very real. Interestingly enough, and giants too are another race of alien, but they're another race of human, actually. And I would even go as far as to say, so is Bigfoot, so is Sasquatch, another race of man. But they too are on the list of 57 known species at the NSA, which really ticked me off when I read it. Because I've always been a big protector and defender of the Sasquatch because I feel like they could be our missing link. <coughs> so I wasn't sure really um, how I wanted to feel about Sasquatch being on that list. But over time and from uh, studying and researching multiple, multiple accounts of Bigfoot sightings. Um, it, it seems there's a common theme with seeing orbs or UFOs within the same sighting of the Bigfoot. I personally did not experience that when I saw Bigfoot face to face as a 17 year old girl out helping my brother find his dog 
walked right up on one. <laughs> a younger one. It was the same height as me, right at about five foot two. Uh, I was face to face with it and about a foot and a half away before I realized what I was standing in front of. I literally was about to walk right through it because I thought it was, well, walk right around it because I thought it was part of the tree trunk. It blended in so well with its fur. Um, but its eyes were very human, very compassionate, very concerning because you could hear the tone of my voice as I called for my brother's dog that was a beloved dog to all of us. And he had went missing about three days prior. And we decided to just canvas the woods and see if we could find him. And so that's what we were doing. I found Sasquatch instead of the dog. We never did find the dog, by the way, sadly. Um, but you know how dogs are. Maybe it went off to die somewhere alone. I don't know. Maybe Sasquatch got it. Who knows? I don't know what happened. I just know I saw a Sasquatch that day. And he looked very, he or she, looked very, very human to me. <coughs> Excuse me. I do apologize. Um, so they've got this um, contract where they're allowed to baptize the reptilians and the praying mantis and possibly even the vampires because that's the one that nobody wants to talk about being an alien being on our planet. They would just assume that one be the one that stays the dirty little secret that nobody knows exists, but could potentially be the most dangerous adversary we have. Not to be confused with saying you need to have fear at all, because the vampires have laws they have to abide by, and they cannot harm you unless you've given up your free will. Now, if you're in a drunken stupor, if you're unconscious from being riddled with drugs, you've given up your free will to even care about your own body. So keep that in mind. You know, when um, the old folks would say that alcohol was spirits, they said that for a reason, folks. Because, you know, when you give up your free will, you allow the spirits in. All sorts of spirits. You allow them in. To attach to you. To your soul. Do their bidding on you. Or through you. So keep that in mind. The, um... Nefarious... Foe... Side of the list of the 57 known species, the ones at the top echelon, are working together to not only try to, um, well, they have created a hybrid program, but also to tamper with your genetics in hopes of stopping the Great Awakening, in hopes of stopping you from realizing your full potential and the truths of who you are. Messing with your genetics. What is our common theme we speak of these days about certain uh, alleged antidotal needles that are being put into people and you have to do it of your own free will but it has RNA involved in it that is affecting your genetics. <clears throat> Those people are likely not going to awaken to the same levels everyone else will. And we are funneling down to one timeline from many, but for the last several years, 10 years, since 2012, 
we've been dealing with two timelines that blur in and out of each other and it's becoming more obvious to people in the past few years with how we use the term cognitive dissonance so often because you can talk to someone and it's like you're on such a different wavelength from each other you can't reach each other you cannot make the message of communication clear between the two of you because they are walking in that other world that other timeline and you're in this one but you can see each other and interact with each other that's how this looks to have two timelines bundling down to one if enough of us are awakened to our full potential we can create the timeline of the Great Awakening that is of the highest good and the most beneficial to all of mankind and the planet. And if enough of us do not wake up <clears throat> and are left rendered asleep for various reasons of genetic tampering, then the timeline that we funnel down to will be of their bidding and choosing, their manipulation, their hijacking, just like they've done all of our symbols, all of our beliefs, all of our truths for a very, very, very long time. Now, oh, and yes, greys are also involved in the abductions of the genetic tampering and such. Veils are thinning along with the collapsing of the timelines. So you're going to start seeing more things than you're used to seeing. You're going to start seeing more with your third eye. Because this is cyclical. Everything that's happening, ladies and gentlemen, is cyclical, not magical not imaginative very real very factual based in science firmly cyclical events that are taking place right now as your right and left hemis hemispheres of your brain begin to merge your third eye will open so much broader than you ever knew was possible even without the work now, the catch here to get through this without feeling crazy, feeling like you're losing it, you're imagining things, is to do the work. Do the inner work. Do your shadow work. Do your meditation. Connect with spirit. Cleanse your chakras. Know how to shield yourself. Know how to trust your intuition and use discernment effectively. Those things need to be done. Those things need to be learned. And then if you care to go further, you can enhance your path of enlightenment and gain of wisdoms and knowledges from the secrets of the esoteric Gnosticisms of our past. And you can become a grid worker a light worker, a shadow worker. There are many forms of workers who assist, mostly on a daily, to help contain the vibrations of the rising souls and protect and send love and light and so much more. So you most, most certainly can obtain that knowledge and wisdom as well anyone who's interested I welcome you to visit my website and check out the services they're there uh, moving right along I would really love for everyone by the way I just want to mention this I would really really love for everyone to learn how to activate 
their 12-strand DNA because yes, you have it. It's already in you. It's not been a secret. It's what they call junk DNA. It can be activated. We've proven it through scientific studies on meditation, even. Meditation alone begins to awaken it, but that's a slow process that it wouldn't take you literally a lifetime to even get close. But I do have techniques that were given to me and taught to me through the Emerald Order that will allow you <coughs> to quickly, safely, and effectively activate your 12-strand DNA. Activate your Kundalini and take you so much further than that. So, I really do encourage that you go check that out. Now, back to my personal experiences. Um, I have personally seen reptilians face to face, closer to my face than I would ever care to have had happen. They are a force to be reckoned with in, in their presence. Um, you've heard the expression that it feels like someone has looked into your soul. And even with vampires, you know, in the movies, that is a, a comparable thing because they have that ability to like hypnotize you by staring into your eyes and your eyes are the windows to your soul. That's a true thing. Well, uh, this reptilian held his stare with me and as he penetrated my eyes, it was like these laser beams had locked on and went beyond my eyes into my brain and he was trying to scan my memories. So, in the physical, I was actually being raped by this reptilian creature. But the mind raping that I was getting on top of that was far superior to what I was experiencing in the physical. And thank God that I've already went through some things that I've went through in my life that I knew how to detach from the physical and to think about this from a higher perspective with more intelligence, with my logical mind actually serving me rather than that fight or flight mode kicking in. Because A, if I would have struggled, he could have easily hurt me very badly, physically. And B, if I'm focused on that physical struggle, that memory raping that was happening to me would have been effective and beneficial to him. But because I knew how to step into my higher self, I was able to guard him and put a barrier there where he could not get to my mind. He could not get to my memories. He could not penetrate that wall that I had placed there. Now it's very important that you understand this because I know this sounds like sci-fi or crazy shit. And yeah, it's crazy shit and it's way out there, but it's real. I assure you, it's very, very real. And I want you to have the tools and the weapons necessary to truly win this spiritual battle. And it's a spiritual battle on an individual level and on a collective level. So each and every one of us are open to being targeted and attacked, psychically attacked, attacked in many ways. It's vital for you to understand what you can actually do to rise above this and not let them get in. 
not let them win. We shall not give up. We shall not give in. We shall not surrender. It is our creed. I've been abducted by good aliens and bad ones. The bad ones are not so pleasant visits. Usually a little, you know, memory swiping to go with it, but doesn't always work. Because again, I have learned to protect and shield from any and every assault that they could possibly put on you. And at this point in my life, I am no longer abducted by bad aliens. I am no longer psychically attacked. I am no longer attacked or assaulted in any way, shape, or form in that manner. The friends that are beings that come and take me are really more family than friends. I am connected to them. Um, usually the things that happen are lessons teaching me how to use uh, all of my psychic toolbox of tools telekinesis telepathy uh, so on and so forth you know teaching me the, the mind games that strengthen that muscle of ability in your third eye so occasionally you also get, you know, like medical checkups kind of stuff just to make sure you're working good and all. And then there are other occasions when something in my health was uh, ailing me or failing me in some sense of the word and they corrected the issue. So they do good work. They, good, they do good things. And they too have to abide by the laws that say they cannot interfere with free will. Um, and people may be wondering, well, how can any of them abduct you without the free will part? The bad ones cheat at it um, and kind of render you unable to fight back. And so you just go with them um, and that's how they get around it and the good ones the friend you know friend or foe the friend types um, I would be willing to wager a bet that you actually did agree at some point maybe not right before abduction maybe not during abduction but certainly at some point in your soul's life that agreement had been made because they are necessary they are scientists they are teachers they are professionals who love us care about our well-being and they care very much about this great awakening actually happening successfully beautifully happening to see earth and all of its inhabitants enjoying the fruits of their labor as we were created to do um, it also means we kind of level up and we get to go and visit new places and explore new things and learn about new stuff outside of our own planet which is crazy exciting to me I'm really looking forward to doing those type of things going through stargates wormholes you know, traveling from point A to point B in the blink of an eye and not have it do harm to your body because there's no G-force involved. Uh, I have a great friend, John Fanuzzi, who has the science behind that on his website, um, inter internalstargate.com is his website if you want to go check that stuff out it's really cool internalstargate.com uh, 
so yeah I've had my fair share of tall whites um, short grays reptilians black-eyed people who again I firmly feel like are the same the very same as vampires um, I've had interaction with a race of what I think is what the Native Americans must have called the ant people because I mean they do kind of look like what an ant would look like to me if I blew it up you know to a great big human size there are giants um, there is Sasquatch I don't feel like they are the same actually I don't I've never seen what we would know of in storybooks or history books of giants where they look just like us they're just great big like the Anunnaki or whatever I've never seen that type of a being but I've certainly seen Sasquatch on numerous occasions not just the one when I was 17 um, where I grew up in Arkansas they were readily available I have some great stories of my uncles and my brothers trying to actually capture them with bear traps to no avail uh, the bear traps would just get broken of course it would piss off Bigfoot but at least they didn't trap him because they probably would have killed him knowing them uh, unfortunately they were just that scared of him but the Native Americans weren't scared of them they had respectful fear but that's a whole different thing respectful fear we should have respectful fear for all of the creatures because even the ones that seem the most harmless could do harm to us if we're not careful so respectful fear it's a good thing my dad taught me that when I was little um, so yeah there are several alien beings that I have encountered in my life there are 13 different types of crafts I have seen with my own eyes um, some of which I've been aboard but um, 13 and I know most people most people who are interested in the UFO field have never seen a UFO and only hope that they could see just the one just one and they just haven't gotten the chance yet and here I am and I've seen 13 which again just another thing to add to my resume that sounds completely incredible and wildly imaginative but that's the story of my life folks there are many interesting things in my life many I'm often cussing Confucius <laughs> because of that phrase may you live in interesting times because my whole life has been interesting times sometimes for the good sometimes not so much not so much but um, I want you to know that government cover-ups are real our government definitely knows that they exist the hell they interact with them they work with them in underground tunnels and underground bases and underwater bases they interact with them did you know that we have submarine passageways that come all the way up underneath the United States did you know that and they're totally secret and off-limits because they are alien interaction bases that's why that and some other nefarious traveling plans that they use them for that um, you know I'll get censored for if I bring them up but we all know what I'm talking about God love the children God love the children um, but yeah we have passageways that come clean up underneath of the United States and I'm talking about like up underneath of Nevada Wyoming way up in there man this is not like just right underneath of California or something next door to the ocean no I'm talking about really deep up in there there are um, multiple Navy 
bases that seem to be just a sign and a tunnel into the ground with stairs or a ladder that lead you down into it or out from it, which is one of their little, you know, parking spots, I guess, is what you would call it for the subs. But, um, they've definitely known for a very, very long time. And honestly, I think that the, the real reason or the real reasons behind their continued secrecy is because if the cat was out of the bag, so to speak, you would really understand that they are giving permission, giving free will for you to be abducted. They've made that choice for you. They've stolen that from you and helped to find in a nefarious way to move around your own free will choosing. You know, they're an accomplice, if you will, to our being kidnapped against our will. And terrible things happening. And then when you try to talk about it, you're considered outlandish or schizophrenic or just crazy you know they don't take you seriously people will mock you make fun of you laugh behind your back it's sad it's really sad that we could have such an incredible experience that we'd want to share with the world to make sure everyone is aware that this is happening and the majority of people don't even want to listen to you and hear it. It's very sad. And I don't speak just from personal experience. I speak from the experience of the other experiencers. <clears throat> because you see, I'm also an empath. And I feel other people's emotions. And there are many people that are traumatized. Absolutely, 100% traumatized from what they have experienced in the abduction alone and then what they had to deal with and experience from the human beings that they tried to confide in for help for solace for compassion for interest for a like-minded person to be able to come forward and say me too it happened to me too but because of the ridicule, most people don't want to tell you, me too. They'll keep their mouth shut about it. They don't need a man in black to scare them. The way society treats you was scary enough. Very sad. Very shameful. These things must be corrected. And so I'm asking you today, if you are an experiencer, if you are waking up and would like to share your journey, your experiences through enlightenment and spirituality, I welcome you. I welcome you with open arms. Reach out to me. Let's talk. Let's put you on the show because we need to start communicating. We need to start all coming forward and being whistleblowers and truth tellers and way showers. Because ladies and gentlemen, whether you believe it or not, we are who we've been waiting for. And I'll close with this. On this journey, we are all here to awaken our inner truths. We walk the same path, yet no two stories are ever the same. We are connected as one through our collective consciousness. Although every single sacred soul 
is individually unique. I deeply honor your soul energy and I understand that this path is challenging but you have been put here at this moment in time because of your strength, your courage, and your ability that is all for the greater good. Ascension means changing us to change the future timeline. One where our children and our children's children will actually know a world of peace, harmony, balance, and the truth of self. We pave the way. We are the light. We are the way showers for all that are here on earth, for all of life's creations. It truly is a very special, very interesting time. And with all of our intentions set together for love, respect, peace, harmony, and balance, good will prevail. I thank you for being a part of the greatest story of truths and unity that will be told for eons to come. With much love and many blessings, I bid you good day.